The other thing that chores are a benefit for are a sense of purpose and belonging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They help us with time management because we're all busy. Kids are busy. They have sports. They have homework. And they should have chores. Mm -hmm. So you need to plan your day and manage your time when you have a lot to get done. Mm -hmm. Right? Chores. What in the world is up with chores? Why are they important? Why do you need to have your children involved in chores? That is what we are going to discuss to help you today. Welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting. And this is Kim Cross, our resident parenting coach with excellent counsel and advice for you. And we are here to do what? Talk about chores. Talk about chores, <laughs> but we want to educate, entertain, and encourage you. So my question then for us today in regards to chores is what? Well, first of all, most people don't like them, but they're a part of life. So let's just get that on the table. Okay. You right? got to have chores because got to have chores. Got to have chores. And we'll talk about why uh, okay. momentarily. Um, but the question I have for everybody is, did you have chores... Mm -hmm. When you were growing up, and to you specifically, Doug, did you have chores? I had chores when I was growing up. I had responsibilities, things I had to do. Me and they too. took, you know, the accountability for them took many different forms. Uh, you know, when as I look back, I had to do different things and I got different things in return for that. So. Okay. Anyway, yes. I and as you age, they got more age appropriate, a little yes. bit more challenging, yes. more complex. Okay. Yes. Did you get paid to do chores as a child? Oh, you know, I think my parents tried that a little bit. You know, they tried various forms of allowance and things like that. I'm not sure about the efficacy of those efforts. <laughs> I know I did not get paid. Okay. And I did not pay my kids. And we'll talk about that another yeah, time. But yeah. my big question is, do you get paid to do chores around your house today? No. <laughs> we would all be retired, wouldn't we? Yes. No, I don't get paid to do my chores. And as a matter of fact, some chores, I pay other people <laughs> to do them. So that will give you a little clue as to how I feel about connecting allowance and chores. And we're, yes. we'll, we'll talk about an allowance another time. But focusing on chores, we know they're a part of life. Um, why do we need to give kids chores? We're going to talk about that. And what are the benefits of chores? And yes. there are, there's, it's huge. And I will yes. tell you that when I do trainings or I talk to large groups, one of the first questions I ask is, do your children have chores? Mm -hmm. And over the 36, I hate to say that, 36 years that I've done this, mm -hmm. the hands go down. It's a less and less percentage of kids who have chores and responsibilities and so what happens, what, what are children missing in the developmental process when there aren't any chores that they have to do? What, oh. what are the benefits of having chores? So many. So number one is the obvious work ethic, Okay. right? You, so you learn with work ethic through doing chores. It teaches you initiative. Mm -hmm. You, t you learn life skills and healthy habits. We all need to know how to do laundry and cook and vacuum and dust and clean bathrooms and all those 
not so fun things. We also learn to serve others because you're okay. serving the benefit of the household. And for me, my biggest one was I didn't want my kids to feel entitled. Yeah. I did not want them to think they lived in a five-star hotel where there was a cook and a maid at their service. At their service. Yep. <laughs> Please do not create that environment for your children. Oh, not good. And it was interesting because when they went off to college, each of them called me independently and said, Mom, we're the only ones that know how to fill in the blank. Yeah. The other thing that chores are a benefit for are a sense of purpose and belonging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They help us with time management because we're all busy. Kids are busy. They have sports. They have homework. And they should have chores. Mm -hmm. So you need to plan your day and manage your time when you have a lot to get done. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, Self-esteem and confidence are built into chores. I know that sounds like a stretch, but as we go through this podcast, I'll explain that. It prepares kids, chores prepare kids for a future job or career. Mm. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. How to please not just mom or dad and do a good job, but how will your employer feel about this kind Mm. of a setup? And then um, not lastly, because we have two more big ones. Okay. The other one on my list is parents need help. Parents need some help. (laughs) So why not recruit your kids to help out around Some parents feel like, oh, it's just easier if I do it myself. Um, initially maybe, but long-term no. Yeah. When you, I, I always, uh, teased my children and they said, dad, why did you have three kids? And I said, well, I wanted them spaced out so that they could always mow the lawn. <laughs> I need I help. I always have help around the house. I always have help around the house. <laughs> so there are two other benefits to giving kids chores. And okay. to me, these are the biggies. Okay. okay. Number one, chores teach perseverance. Mm. And here's the funny that I like to share with with parents that sticks in their mind and we can all relate to. So if we define a chore, we can say that it's yucky, repetitive, difficult, boring, and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So then you connect that to homework. Yes. Homework can also be yucky, mm-hmm. repetitive, difficult, boring, and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. What about our jobs? Mm-hmm. yucky, repetitive, difficult, boring, and sometimes we don't want to do it. We'd rather be in Maui, right? Yes, yes. So chores teach perseverance to do something we don't want to do, but we need to do it anyways. Yes. And if we learn that at a young age and we're doing chores, that then transfers over to the second one, which mm-hmm. is academic achievement. Mm. Because chores beget homework, beget a career. And all three of those have something in common. Mm -hmm. They're hard. We may not want to do it. Mm -hmm. But once we do it, we look back and go, wow, that was really hard and I did it. Which means if I look ahead to the next challenge, I know I can do it based on my track record. Yeah, you really start believing, okay, it was very difficult. It's huge. Mm -hmm. And, And perseverance, endurance, or grit, tenacity, those are all the saying the same thing that Life and parts of life can be challenging, yucky, boring, difficult, Mm -hmm. don't want to do it. But we have to. That's a part of life. And that's a taught, learned learned. thing. Mm -hmm. This is not something, oh, when they're 18, the switch will go off and suddenly they're going to make a great employee. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Uh-uh. Doesn't work that way. Starts really young. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, there's a lot of biblical uh, influence here over this idea. It says in James that... Uh, we should consider it joy when we invite, uh, when we face various trials, mm-hmm. because it produces uh, perseverance, mm-hmm. and perseverance does its work within us. 
that we may be mature. So perseverance grit is the process of growing to maturity. Mm -hmm. And so we should consider it all joy when we encounter various chores in life. You know, it talks in Romans chapter five, verse four, about how suffering struggles, difficulties in life produce endurance and endurance produces character and then character produces hope. So what happens is chores are very important to spiritual development within a person. And I think that's, what's really important for children is that they understand who they are. And until they uh, do chores, a lot of times they can't go through a process to learn that, learn their own proclivities, learn what they like and they don't like. Mm -hmm. And so learn responsibility. And so by not having chores, what we're doing is we're actually robbing our children of the opportunity to learn, not just perseverance, but to learn the deeper spiritual things of life. Absolutely. I love that. And and we're also robbing them of the opportunity to be prepared for life, mm -hmm. to know that it's not just about wants, but there's a lot of needs involved here. You Lots need of to needs. do this. Mm -hmm. And to your point, who you are and what you're capable of. So what if it gets of, hard, yeah. you don't just quit. You keep going. Mm -hmm. And that builds that sense of self-esteem mm -hmm. and purpose and tenacity and everything we're talking about. Chores are huge, and I'm not seeing enough kids today with those, and they're losing a sense of work ethic and purpose and everything else we've talked about. Yeah, I agree with that. So do you have any stories about how this operated in your life? Oh, absolutely. Actually, it's about my daughter. Yes. So my daughter, Carrie, wanted horseback riding lessons. She mm. saw a sign not far from our house and pointed it out and said, Mom, I'd sure love to do that. And I said, wow, that sounds like fun. And then she kept, I, I wait because... If it's a one-time event, it doesn't mean it's necessarily something they're going to chase after or really, really want. I yes. look for a pattern. Yes. Well, every day I heard about the horseback riding lessons. Yes. She was young, 10 or 11 years old, and financially we're not in that position to afford something like that. So I said, well, sweetheart, horseback riding lessons sound great. We can't afford those, but there are other options. And she said, what are you talking about? And I said, well, perhaps you could consider working in trade for lessons. And that's all I said. I went on a business trip, came back a few days later, and my daughter met me at the door all excited and said, Mommy, I have a job. <laughs> my 10-year-old has a job. I went, what? What she did was she thought about it, Yeah. went in her room, borrowed her brother's cowboy boots and jeans, Oh my! a plaid shirt, braided her little blonde hair, got on her bike and rode to the barn and walked in and said, I'm here to apply for a job. <laughs> funny. How funny. And the horse trainer said, she just, she said she melted. It was just so cute. And she said, okay, what are you considering working for? And my daughter said, I'm going to, I'll be working with the horses. She said, do you know anything about horses? She says, no, but I love them. <laughs> and that just melted this woman. And so she let my daughter be around the horses long enough to say, okay, she's not afraid this may work. And they worked out a deal with her and they said, you muck the stalls, you feed, you brush, you water, you clean, and we'll trade you for X amount of hours of work for a free lesson. Mm -hmm. She did that for two years, Oh my! worked her little tail off doing mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. and then eventually was teaching horseback riding lessons to other kids because she got good enough and then ran a horse camp. Now, what that did for her was yeah. taught her work ethic, grit. She's shoveling horse, you know what, in all weather conditions. 
She had leadership under her belt, and she had something to put on a high school going into college work application where she was in charge. Mm. It's huge. I mean, yeah. it was what a, a, benefit. a lot of work, but was it worth it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think what's really important is, you know, here she is 10, 11 years old, but what had happened is from very early on at four or five years old in small ways, very, very small ways, there were small chores. There was little things that you had uh, implemented, processes that you had implemented. And then over time, you see them increase Mm -hmm. in their magnitude. And I think that's really important to understand is that these types of things are really beneficial for kids. So start early in very small ways. And then what happens as time goes on, they will grow in magnitude and they can have an experience like your daughter had. And the other thing that we haven't mentioned yet, which you kind of alluded to, which I think is probably one of the most important pieces is that kids don't think that everything should be handed to them mm-hmm. and that it's okay to earn it and that they can. They can earn it. So the ability to sweep a floor, not well, but sweep a floor at two and a half or three years old or help dad or whoever take out the trash starts that process of competence. Yeah. I can do this. I, yeah, Competency is a big thing. So let's say you have a six-year-old or a seven-year-old or a 10-year-old and you say, hey, it's time to do a chore or something like, I don't want to do chores. Do so what do we tell our kids about chores? What should we start <laughs> telling them at a very young age? I told my kids very early that people who love each other help each other. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're going to serve others, not just ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they might roll their eyes at that, but that's okay. We keep going, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we know that kids need a sense of belonging and purpose, and there's nothing like chores to help you feel needed and valued and have a purpose and important. In fact, we know that kids with the best work ethic grew up on farms, because they would collect eggs, they would milk cows, they were needed, they were important, they were serving, they had a purpose, and we don't see enough of that today. So that's yeah. another one. Yeah. The other thing I talked to my kids about was, you live here, so you're expected to contribute. Mm-hmm. In other words, get away from that five-star hotel entitlement piece, Yeah. okay? And that you need to know how to do things for the future. I'm preparing you as a future adult, an independent adult, So I would expect that you know how to do all the things it takes to run a household and your life, Mm -hmm. whether it's managing a checkbook, which a lot of people don't do anymore. That's sounding old school, doesn't it? Yes. Got to figure out your debit card (laughs) and your Apple Pay Venmo process. (laughs) There we go. That. (laughs) Um, But also laundry and all the things. It's it's interesting because so many freshman college students are rebounding back and failing, and it's not due to academics. It's due to life management skills. Life management skills. Chores, tenacity, grit, all the things we're talking about. Um, I used to tell my kids, you're going to have a job someday, so this is training. Training for the job. So if I would go and check on something they've done and say, well, that looks that looks mom-worthy. Is it future employer-worthy? I would use that term so that they would know that's coming someday. Did that I is, do my best? Yeah, did I do my best? Oh, mm-hmm. excellent. Good point. And I never asked for perfection, but I did look for some perseverance in it or some, it had to be presentable. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then life is full of chores. We know that. And so learn the work ethic, learn the perseverance, and know that it's something that's never going to go away. This Mm -hmm. is just part of life. It's part of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Life is a chore. 
Absolutely. <laughs> it, it certainly can be. <laughs> now, you know, I think that, of course, there's going to be lots of questions and a lot of specifics and things that want to people want to talk about, you know, like how do we start to implement these ideas? I mean, what kind of guidance could you give there? So there's a lot of questions to consider here. Things like at what age do you start? Okay. Um, how many chores do you give? Um, are they daily, weekly, or both? And what chores are age appropriate? Mm -hmm. And I think the question there that's really, uh, it's kind of a sub question there is, is that how, how do we do in the course of a week? And if you're in a pattern or a routine, it's much easier to implement chores. Absolutely. I remember years and years ago when I was in like middle school, I think I was over at a friend's house and I just remember, I don't know why this stuck into my mind, but the mom said that uh, Saturday is high house cleaning day, dad, I'm going to need help. And so dad said, okay, kids, don't forget Saturday morning is booked. We're cleaning the house. And I don't know why I remembered that. I thought that was really interesting, but that was kind of we do that every other Saturday. We clean the house and that was their routine and they would schedule it. So I love that because they did work before play. Work that was before a concept play. of we're going to get this done and then you can go whatever. Go right? whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great question to kind of work out. And so, you know, I'm curious as, as to who did what, you know, did they rotate? Is that a question you should ask? You should, you should consider, do you rotate the chores? How do you come up with a master chore list? What is age appropriate? Uh, do you pay your kids for chores? Uh, I hinted at that earlier, so no. Um, do you? How do you keep track of or manage chores? Does that fall on the kid or the parent? Um, what if they don't do their chores? How yeah. do you navigate that? What are the consequences? And what about busy teenagers that may have an outside job or an outside demanding sport or music or lots of homework or whatever it is? There are so many questions that we have to navigate. And, and really, the, the details of implementation will make or break you. Mm -hmm. You know, people will hear this, this general concept, but if you're not implementing it correctly, the, the devil's in the details. Devil's in the details. And it can really backfire on you. So the details matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are some really, really good questions. You know, I know that people are going to have a lot of questions about chores and about, they'd like counsel, they'd like some, maybe some personal attention because every family is different, right? Every, and your kids are at different. And what if this, you listen to this podcast and you think, wow, this is kind of an epiphany for us and we want to start this, but our kids are five, seven, and nine. They're not, you know, they're not little anymore. They're kind of older or, you know, they're now they're teenagers or maybe we just want to start off right. We're just, we're getting ready to, you might have all kinds of different questions and the details are really important. Meaning the detail of the structure of your family, where your mm -hmm. kids are at, all of the dynamics. So what can they, what could they do to, you know, what are their options to try to get more specialized attention on how to implement chores or consider chores or talk about chores? So this is a big topic that I help walk parents through uh, on one-on-one -on -one coaching, mm -hmm. whether they're with me in person or over the phone. And I just did this today with a client this morning. Okay. And they, I, the first question I asked was, do your kids have chores? And they said, yes. I said, how's that going? They said, not good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I walked them through, well, what are you doing? How are you implementing? Who's managing it? How old are they? What, how many do they have? Are you paying them? We went through all these things. And by the time we unpack this, and it's, it's about an hour session, which is typical, 
they realized the mistakes they were make, making and why it wasn't working. And I gave them very specific guidelines, do's and don'ts, details of, of how to implement it, how to distribute the chores, um, how to manage, how to consequence kids when they haven't done their chores, why we shouldn't warn, and, and all the other things that we often do. And it it's transforming that household. Yeah. I, I, and I, I see it all the time. And the benefit, the, the surprise benefit that people have from this is they realize not only am I getting help around the house and, and giving all these benefits to my child for work ethic and self-confidence and competence and all the things, it's the academic achievement link. Those kids that have chores often do much better in school. They yeah. understand what work is and, and tenacity and grit. So it's a huge topic, a very important topic, but there's so many details and they just need to call me and make an appointment. So there you go, folks. If you are interested in chores, if you're interested in, in how to be more effective at implementing uh, chores into the life of your children, uh, then you can just uh, reach out. You can go to RethinkParenting.com, I believe it is, and RethinkParenting.com. And you can start to check out all of the different resources that Kim provides through parent coaching. And there's a lot of different options. So I encourage you to do that. I think that there's a lot of different things a lot of different strategies, and you need to have chores in the life of your children. So don't overlook the opportunity to go to RethinkParenting.com and start to explore your options. That one hour investment will pay off hugely in the long run, mm -hmm. like anything else, right? And I wanted to mention next, um, <clears throat> next in line here is um, allowance. We didn't talk about that today. That will be in a separate podcast, but that's an important topic as well. But so we're going to, yeah. So if you're interested in chores and you want to kind of start that discussion and uh, get some uh, personal attention, then just contact uh, Kim Cross through at rethinkparenting.com and then try to get a little personalized attention. Uh, she'll also have some other resources there. Some are free, some um, are subscription only, but you can get into those and figure out what you want and where you are at. And then what we're going to do is we're going to continue to do these podcasts to help introduce you to some of the most important topics. And the next one will be allowance and how to really institute an allowance, the purpose of an allowance and why an allowance is important. So this is Rethink Parenting. Uh, the lost uh, is .com is where you need to go. And this is the Lost Art of Parenting podcast. I want to say thank you to Kim and for all of your expertise. And we hope that you feel encouraged, you feel enriched, and you got to laugh a little bit. <laughs> Signing off. Thanks, everyone.